Hello everybody and welcome to It Is In Us Now. It is in US Now, a podcast that encourages deep thought, inner reflection, positive vibration, benevolent opinion, the freedom to experience and express, self-reliant research, selfish, selfless intent, (laughs) the belief in faith, and the proliferation of constructive gems of information. I am your host, Gil C., bringing you this podcast from the awakened U.S. of America, and am very grateful, joyous, and in a moment of complete and utter enlightened thought, (laughs) bringing you this podcast, episode number 68. Well, everybody, I am in a pretty solid mood tonight. I mean, when am I not, though, right? I tend to bring a sense of energy about myself to my engagements, whether it's here on this podcast or in life. And I'm not saying that to poo-poo or to cuckoo or to ha-ha anything. I am saying that because that is the energy and the reality that I am creating for myself and for those around me. And I am just feeling the moment to speak to everybody. As always, I will be the first to say that yes, I've had a glass of wine, but I've had it with dinner. Um, (laughs) Just in case. I might slur or slip at some point during this podcast. Tonight, though, I wanted to uh, speak to everybody about a few things that were on my mind and a few things that will be very pertinent to us in the upcoming days. So we have gone through a full moon. We have gone through the solstice. And now we are going to step into... A solar eclipse and then following that we're going to step into mercury retrograde so we have quite a few things going on right now july this summer this year at this point in this moment in our existence is chock full of so many great things so much positive energy and for all of those of you who are embracing this who are sensing it who are feeling it who are making those realizations i mean it probably feels great right now for those of you who are becoming aware i feel like you are starting to see the turn of the tide and you're starting to fall into the realization that things are changing and for those of you who are waking up because there's a difference between waking up and becoming aware. When you're becoming aware, you have already awoken. You are just starting to comprehend and cognize what it is that you have woken up to. But for those of you who are waking up, it's going to be a little less bright. But you see the light. You see the light through frustration. You see the light through angst. You see the light through purging. But you see the light and that is what is important. So 
we are all going through these levels. We are all embracing what is coming. And if you are an individual who has faith, and when I say in my intro, belief in faith, I don't mean necessarily that you have to have a faith in a particular religion or spiritual practice. I am just talking about the faith in knowing that everything is as it should be. Everything is falling into its place. Everything is where it's is going where it's supposed to be going. That means that, yes, you are an optimistic individual. Because even an optimistic individual goes through obstacles. But an optimistic individual knows that there is a benefit and a reward to going through these obstacles. And what that reward is, it is knowledge that we will be able to apply in our lives to turn into wisdom and then that will help us to emulate a more grounded and centered individual of ourselves and therefore demonstrate to others how we can become that, how they can become that. Because the way that it works in humanity is when one person sees how something works for another person, they in turn garner the faith in knowing that it is possible for them to ascertain those things as well. So if I am joyous, Joe Schmo next to me wants it because they aren't, and then the next thing you know, they have it because the desire for that experience becomes part of them. Now, that is a slight rant. But um, the energy has just been building and building. And when we spoke in the last podcast, I mentioned how um, this solstice gateway doorway portal energetic, you know, enhancement, it was one that actually spoke to me. I was not kidding. I was not I was not in jest. I was in revelation and in truth. And there are so many things. I mean, I have become so aware of where I stand and what I'm supposed to do. And the wonderful thing is that in these few days, I've had so many things so much more information dropped into my lap. I mean, whether I'm searching the internet for something in particular, whether I'm listening to a podcaster or a channeler, or I'm reading, you know, social media on my newsfeed, there are things and there are individuals who are doing their part in their own life that fall into a synchronicity with where I'm at in my life. And some of these individuals, I have no ties and no personal connections to whatsoever. We, I am just aware that the information that some of these individuals is providing, some of the information that they provide is uh, that is information that I need to help me process, develop and become more aware of, of, of what it is that I need to be aware of. Uh, This may not sound like something that makes sense to 
some at at this moment. But you will come to a point where after you've uh, you've come to that awakening point, after you start to cognize some of the things that you need to, and you start to, I guess, um, and you start to emulate some of the things that you're learning, you will know what I'm talking about. This is an exciting moment, um, a very exciting moment. I am personally seeing what I need to see in other individuals around me. I'm starting to understand where I need to make my ties, where I need to sever some ties, where I need to hold a place and where I need to just to know that the place that I'm holding is just temporary. And that that is exciting for me because I know that the energy that I utilize on this planet in this moment is energy that's not going to go to waste, so to speak. Like I won't be casting my pearls before swine. As the adage goes, I know that everything that I do holds a significance in its own right. You know, there is, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful feeling. And and we now we're going into these two great markers. And that is why I felt like it was very important to jump on tonight and speak about it. Um, we are not going to go into the breath of the Mercury retrograde event that's coming up. That is going to be on July 7th. We're going to speak tonight more about the upcoming solar eclipse and the significance of it, Um, which is exciting, you know, Um, and we're going to get into that soon. I just, there's just a few things that I, I, I had to share, like... I think it was during the in-between, which I have to say, like, doing the episodes of the in-between has really helped because I have now become more relative in my podcasts, like, where I would wait days to weeks to speak about something or to correlate something or to bring something to attention. I feel like now it is coming when it's appropriate. And, and I guess I felt that way before too, but it just, I think I was trying to be a little bit more aware or cautious of how I dropped my information, how I dropped my opinions, you know, um, and now I feel like I can pull that thought or that thought process or that, uh, you know, that train of thought and I can make it relatable now and when it's important. We have so many things going on in this world right now. Uh, when you think about the Earth in itself, the Earth in the space of galaxy that we're in, the energy that, that it encompasses in, in therein. Um, from a human standpoint, you know, there's a lot going on geographically. There's a lot going on politically. There's a lot going on socially. And what I am picking up the most and becoming aware of is how awake everybody is becoming. And when I say awake, what I'm trying to say is how much the level of enlightenment from human to human is raising. People on the whole are pushing for honesty. 
They're pushing for integrity. They're pushing for positivity. They're pushing for unity. You know, they're pushing for transparency. I think more and more this is becoming obvious from a political standpoint. I am an apolitical person. My whole life, I've never paid attention to politics. It's never been something that has been in my scope of interest until the last couple of years. And at that, I even want to say that it's a distraction from the true spiritualist. You know, I... I, I, I don't necessarily take a side. I pay attention to the level of energy that people put out. And I pay attention to how some of these people respond to others, respond to their opponents. And you can, if you are aware of the human spirit, you can easily decipher who is standing on what side based on how they treat another person, not how others say those individuals treat another person. Look at that individual without any other subjective opinion. Root them out. Watch them. See how they talk. That is how you can decipher where an individual is. If someone is blaming, is shaming, is angry, is fighting, is dogging, is mudslinging, I am (laughs) guarantee you that person is not on the up and up. But if they are listening, sitting back and responding, not reacting, and being very, um, being very pointed and decisive in the words that they use and how they are trying to engage other people, that individual is probably on the up and up. So we as individuals need to, and this is in everyday life as well. I mean, this is a social thing because there is a culling of energy right now. You are going to have those who are used to lying, who are used to cheating, who are used to taking advantage of people, who are used to um, manipulating. You are going to have those individuals who they think that they can still do what they've been doing. They think that their thought process is still a current energy, and it isn't. I guarantee you it isn't. And those individuals are starting to see what's what and what's up because they're starting to realize that they're losing things. They're losing people, friends, associates. I mean, there's a list of things that someone can go to. I can stop and I can look at someone. And if they're complaining, if they're angry, if they're upset, I almost want to ask them, like, what is it that you're doing in your personal life? How is it that you're thinking? How are you treating people? You know, and then when I look at someone who is happy, who is joyous, who is who is secure in their person, who is abundant in themselves, I'm thinking like that is an honest person. That is a person who has integrity. That is a person who show who's forthright in what they believe. You know, that is a person who does not have any kind of um, uh, a malevolence towards others in their heart. That is the delineation. That is how you can tell. Okay. 
I am in a moment in my life where I feel this. I know this and I appreciate it. And I, you know, I've said it before. I'm a working class American. I don't make 40,000 a year. I don't even make 30,000 a year, okay? Like, I don't live above my means. I don't strive for what others have. I, I, I have what I want. I have more importantly what I need. And even more importantly than that, I appreciate it. And I don't desire more than I can get. Do I want more? Yes. Do I need more? Probably not. (laughs) And I'm happy with that, you know. And in that, I have my joy. I have my peace. I have my center. And it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I'm so grateful to have this understanding. That's what I wanted to say. (laughs) Another thing I actually wanted to say. Someone used the H word on me the other day. Okay, so I guess I need to get this off my chest because it actually bugged me for like 1.25 minutes. (laughs) It really did. Like I felt a block in my throat chakra and it wasn't until I drew my own energy in that I realized like it wasn't me who felt it wasn't my block. It wasn't me who needed to say something. It was probably the person who said it. Uh, who used that word against me. So as some of you all know, I do not use the word hate. I used it there and that's where it's going to stop. I don't use it in jest. I don't use it in sarcasm. I don't use it in exaggeration. I don't use it to exemplify how I feel about an object, a person, a place, a thing. I don't use it to express any regard for anything. I believe that is the worst four-letter word in the world. That word, it takes away life. It takes away love. It takes away anything positive. And as I have said before, because I've had people tell me like, oh, well, it's all about intent. It's all about how you use it. It's all about the intent of the word. That is true. Everything is about intent. However, however, if you are using that word with a certain intent among people who have no idea the power of intent, they are going to take it at face value, okay? And you are not doing anything to help those people, knowing what intent is, okay? And that word was used against me in jest. It was, it was so unjust. It was almost something not worth talking about, but it is something that caught me for 1.25 minutes. Like I caught myself being like almost sad that someone said that to me. I felt like, I think for that 1.25 seconds, I was letting like my soul go somewhere that it shouldn't have. Like, because it felt, I felt like it was weaponized, you know? And I just, we have to be aware of what we're saying, even if it's in jest, even, I mean, I don't use sarcasm. Sarcasm and cynicism, those two states of being, they were out in the 90s, like ring, ring, ring. The 90s want their emotions back because in 2019, going into the roaring 2020s, 
those two things have no place in my heart. They have no place in my air. They have no place in my existence and they have no place in my engagement. So please step off with that because if you are someone who utilizes sarcasm and cynicism, you're not going to be in my life that long. You're going to be in my life probably to learn a lesson and most likely to teach me something. But, <laughs> um, you know, because I can't be a teacher if I'm not willing to be a student. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, that is just something I had to say because it was on my mind. You know, you're not going to get that from me. If I'm going to engage you, I'm going to be as positive as possible. And I do understand that someone who engages with things like sarcasm and cynicism, they're probably going through something in their own lives. Um, they're probably feeling insecure about something. They're probably in a state of, I don't know, a state of some kind of lower energy that makes them want to or need to utilize these words kind of like as a, um, I don't know, uh, as a defense, as a protection, as something of that nature. And it's just, it's, it's just something that I think we need to be aware of. When we become aware of how we affect others, our world will become a better place. It's, it's, this, it's the golden rule. Treat others the way that you wish to be treated. And if you want someone to lie to you, if you want someone to be sarcastic with you, if you want someone to be cutting with you, I guess that's what you want. That's not what I want. And I guarantee that is not what I cultivate around me. I am happy and I am joyous and I am grateful and I emulate that as, as much as I can. But I am also patient, tolerant, compassionate, merciful, and empathetic. Those are very important too. I am those qualities as well. And that is why I can be around people and sustain my energy in that, in that moment and I can continue with the light. Um, but I have moments like these because it's a learning lesson for me, you know, um, and I feel like speaking about it, it's relatable and hopefully it helps others to come to that understanding as well. So, and, and that's probably something for other people who are awake, fully awakened at this moment, because I think that others like me probably feel this high vibration and this light energy but sometimes they get stumbled like this and their stumble might last you know 5.10 seconds uh, minutes or it might last an hour or half a day or a day or a week you know I got over in 1.25 minutes you know it could have been less but obviously in that 1.25 minutes I was supposed to think about it to this depth because I'm talking about it you know and I've talked about it and now it's I mean and it was fine then and it's even better now um, but I, I do have that feeling that it needed to be spoken about because we need to learn, we need to know actually that even though we carry this higher vibrational energy, even though our moment and place at this time is to encourage and emulate this energy, this high vibrational positive energy, we are still human and we are still susceptible to these uh, instances of learning and engagement with other fellow human beings and that's okay that's okay if anything that was what that was supposed to show me is that like yeah you know 
when someone says I hate you, yeah, it hurt. It fucking hurt. I mean, it made me feel like, what the fuck did I do to you <laughs> for that 1.25 minutes? I ate a fucking bag of chips, okay? Um, and if you hear this podcast, I forgive you. <laughs> Just know that. That is done with, okay? All right, so um, I guess that was that. <laughs> Now we're going to talk about the upcoming solar eclipse. And this is amazing because it's going to follow in congruency with the now past solstice. So let's get into that real quickly. everybody so now we're going to speak about the upcoming solar eclipse so I have to preface this by saying first every time that I speak on this podcast about an event I do my due diligence and I do my self-reliant research and I go online and I look up information whether it's articles, whether it's videos, whether it's podcasts, I start surfing and I start reading and I start uh, listening and, and just trying to cull information. I try and look for things that speak to me, that resonate with me. And again, I don't give my resources because I do not feel like that will benefit the listener. I feel like you need to go out there and do this research. I am just going to give you my interpretation of some of the things that I've seen, that I've read, that I've listened to, okay? Um, but if you don't if you don't agree with me, then get your ass online and go and find out for yourself, okay? And then make your own assertions. Make your own... Uh, formulate your own thoughts, opinions, and beliefs about some of these things. That is why I do not give my resources. Um... At some point in the future, yes, I'm going to give out my shout-outs. But right now, I am a working-class American who is just giving people opinions and inner vibrational feelings and sharing them in a subjective manner that I think has an objectivity to them because they are. these are things that I am definitely um, convicted in. So, now that I said that... Um, so with that prefaced, um, when I was looking up information again on a solar eclipse or eclipses in general, because I have done podcasts where we have talked about this before, and I feel like when I was doing those podcasts, I was more scripted. I was more um, like, I think I gave my interpretation heavily influenced by what I had read. Um, and as I was doing that for this particular podcast, I couldn't stay, stay grounded or connected to some of the things that I was reading. And I started thinking like, I need to just say what I'm feeling about this. Right. So the big thing about all of this is we just went through a solstice. Okay. This is the summer solstice for the Northern hemisphere. And this is the winter solstice for the Southern hemisphere. And the most significant thing that I think is obvious right now is that the 
solar eclipse that is coming up is going to be apparent in the southern hemisphere. So we have our sister hemisphere, which is going into the, just went through the dark solstice, um, the winter solstice, and they're going into a moment of darkness from the sun. Okay, so that to me already is saying that in the northern hemisphere where we have gone into the light, into the summer solstice, we need to maintain an extremely high level of positive energy and we need to emit a high level of unity and unifying energy for the southern hemisphere. Now, let's get into this. Okay, so we all know that a solar eclipse happens when a sun or other, when a sun, well, yeah, we are a binary galaxy, by the way. Um, when the moon or another galactic or solar, solar or um, another object moves between the sun and the earth and thus casts a shadow because it is blocking the sun from the earth and that is basically a solar eclipse it's it's the moon but the one thing that kind of caught my attention this go around when i was looking up the information online is that someone used the term when the moon or another celestial object blocks the sun so <laughs> and i had not read that before that was pretty interesting um anyways so it's when the moon blocks the path of the sun to the earth and so and for that moment of time you know wherever the that the sun is according on the earth you know there is that there's a there's a moment of darkness you know it's it may not be you know pitch black can't see my hand in front of my face dark but it's just a general dimming of 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 the uh, environment around you. I remember when we had the big solar eclipse that passed through the northern hemisphere and through the United States. Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, it was in 2017. I remember at the moment that it happened, like every sound ceased. Like I live by a very active park, a very, as far as wildlife is concerned, which is right next to a zoo. And I live in a metropolitan area. I live just north of our downtown area. And I tell you, at the moment that that sun hit, when the solar eclipse hit its pinnacle, it was dead silent. It was so... I, I don't want to say, I mean, maybe weird would be appropriate because that's not something that we normally experience, but it was just so significant. It was so piercing how silent it became. It's like every animal, every living thing, every motion and commotion just came to a complete standstill. It was amazing. So... We have this going on in the Southern Hemisphere. So I believe like Argentina, certain areas, 
certain countries south of us are going to bear witness to this solar eclipse. And um, I just find it significant because they're in their winter solstice. So they're going through that dark soul. I call it the dark solstice because, uh, I mean, summer, obviously, it brings forth light and, and it brings forth abundance. And in this solstice, like we spoke before, you know, you want to meditate and you want to send intent to cultivate and all of this abundance, right? What you want in these next six months, you need to heavily have faith in not lightly have faith and belief and a sound belief and faith in what is and what you want to manifest from a selfless intent um and that carries through the next solstice and in the winter solstice it's the opposite you want to meditate on things you want to clear from you because that is the that's the dead season that's where you want things to be drawn out and i mean enduring both solstices you have those instances of purging you can't have growth you know without a purge you can't have growth you know it's like the phoenix it destroys itself it comes back it resurrects la 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 la, la. it's a great analogy that's very significant um but okay so I just feel like though it's significant because they're going into, they are in this moment where that solstice signified a portal or a doorway or a gateway for something. We're the opposite of that right now. We are on the flip side of that. We've gone into this light moment. We've gone into this moment of enlightenment, whereas the dark solstice is about, um, it's about processing. It's about remembering and re-engaging and uh, figuring things out. It's about going within to bring things out. It's about um, studying, researching. It's, it's kind of like a retrograde in that respect. Like you want to use that time to kind of reassess things. That is what the winter solstice is about. Whereas the summer solstice is about bringing all of that out and, and making it known and abundant and energizing and, you know, and rah, 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 rah. Like you're going forward, you're full steam. Whereas the winter solstice is about going within. It's internalizing. It's, you know, so to have a solar eclipse that's going to be prominent in that hemisphere you are also, when you consider this the solar eclipse, so you have the power of the sun being blocked by the moon, but at the same time, you have the gravitational force of the moon aligning with a much powerful celestial entity behind it. Okay, so th and then that's going to be another thing because the solstice is also about. It, it's about magnifying, amplifying, and drawing things out from within because symbolically you have the light being blocked by the shadow. So you think about your shadow, the shadow self, the internal self, the subconscious, but then you have the power of the moon and the, you have to think from a quantum perspective, the energy that's being pulled and drawn out because of the gravitational influence. So think about a full moon and the way it affects the tides. And the, I mean, we had this conversation. We've had this conversation many, many times. Okay. Think about the influence of those of that particular planetary satellite around our earth and how it influences and affects our earth to have that powered 
by the sun behind it, that is why it encourages and um, pulls things out. You know, it draws things out. It it amplifies because when something comes out, it doesn't come out quietly per se. I mean, it can, but we're talking about the influence of something that has gravity behind it. It has magnetism behind it. It has all of these quantum aspects to it. And from an energetic standpoint, when you consider that we are energy, we are frequency and we are vibration, you have to stop and think that there is going to be an influence. So when this solar eclipse happens, the light, so to speak, figuratively and and literally is darkened it's dampened so the solar eclipse is thusly symbolic of it's symbolic of closing off the light to allow what's inside to manifest and to come forth so it's a good time to meditate with intent about what we want to have leave or rid of our life you know again just like with the full moon like when we talked about the full moon and the full moon influence which is that you want to think manifest meditate you want to with intent have things purged from your life whether it's a habit um a a way of thinking you know maybe it's um individuals in your life who are not positive um you want to put the intent within your spirit within your thoughts within your soul at that moment because as the full moon goes from full to new and it carries over it pulls that influence out it takes that from you so within that short period of time during a solar eclipse it's basically the same thing but you're talking like it's amplified because instead of the moon of the moon being full and illuminated because the sun is on the opposite side of it the moon is dark because the sun is behind it so when celestial bodies align in that way the scope and channel of the energy that they are projecting and the influence that they have is generally very strong this is why within that scope of time prior and after the event there may th- be things like earthquakes there may be th- earth activities because there is a, like it's like a beam it's like a tractor beam of energy like focused and amplified by the sun you have it's like it's like putting great magnet a and great magnet b behind whatever it's attracting and what it's attracting is the energy on the earth it's pulling things out so i mean so on that note don't be surprised if there is great earth activity before during and after this event generally it happens after it generally happens after after the event happens the earth will respond because all of that stuff has been working within you know don't be surprised if you are focused with intent and in meditation and you're doing like um like uh what do they call it I forget the term. Um, But anyways, if if you are 
aware of what you want dismissed from your life and at the same time bringing forth abundance things that you would like in your life from a positive standpoint and a selfless standpoint don't be surprised if you come upon come upon some kind of purge after the event if you're in the southern hemisphere now in the northern hemisphere we are not going to see the actual eclipse but it will be happening during that time so what i'm sensing from this is where we are not going to see the eclipsing of that solar energy in the northern hemisphere we are probably going to have an amplification of light energy in the northern hemisphere i am willing to bet that those who are on a course of higher vibrational energy who are on a course of enlightenment who have been stimulated that way influenced and inspired that way i am willing to bet that it is just amplified magnified i'm willing to bet like we're going to be starbursts <laughs> Like, we're going to radiate so much positive energy at that moment. And that is good because, as was stated in one of the earlier transmissions, it is a yin and yang, okay? It is about when we go into our winter solstice, we will have a clear channel of energy from those in the southern hemisphere because they have gone through their dark solstice purge and being in the northern hemisphere when this solst summer solstice has occurred going into our winter solstice we are going to be on a good foot because we have already we will have already embraced abundance and light energy and higher frequency and higher vibration um, so going into our winter solstice, when you're going internally, when you're going inside, when you're starting to reassess and review, um, and starting to encourage the purge of what we don't want. I mean, it is going to put us on a higher level once we break that cycle and that event. And I think, I mean, it's just, it's just so perfect in how it balances and I hope that this is coming out on a level that is easy to understand because I know it's a lot to think about. We are not taught to recognize the influence of celestial energy around us. Um, astrology is an art and a science and I will say that and I will say that because not only is it something that can be documented and studied, it is something that can be felt and internalized in a way that can be both sub that it, it has a beautiful beautiful subjectivity in its objectivity it is probably i don't know it's a spiritual art for that reason because it encompasses the full facet of the human conscious in its objectivity and its subjectivity and wow this is something i'm stumbling on just right now so Yay for this solstice, because yay for this solar eclipse. Um, it's July 2nd. <laughs> that is going to be this upcoming Tuesday. And it happens around 4.30. It's early evening in the Southern Hemisphere when they will see its totality. 
I would need, I believe that would be the same more or less for where I'm at in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, I, I, I would have to look at the time for the Northern Hemisphere, but I'm thinking like, I'm trying, I don't, I'm, actually trying to think of like how the time zones work between the northern and southern hemisphere i know they work you know across the board in the northern hemisphere but i mean if it's central time where i'm at is it central time i mean i mean i think where i'm at kind of aligns with i'll look it up (laughs) i won't try and guess but that's when it happens um for this it's early evening for the southern hemisphere so um I mean, which I'm thinking it should be the same time, more or less, for where I'm at. Geographically speaking, it's just that since it's winter for them, it gets darker at that time than it does for us up here. So, um, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to stop there. I I really hope that what I was trying to convey came across the way it was supposed to. Uh... It's it's a good time. I mean, all of this is good. All of this is good. Everything that's going on is good right now. Um, it's you. I mean, of course, it's going to be up to you. How do you want to look at it? You know, um, there. As I'm going to say this by way of example, as I was going through some of my, you know, invest my research, uh, there were websites that had started off with headlines that said something like you know some people believe the solstice is bad and this is why and i guarantee you i didn't click on those pages because why am i going to even entertain that thought right why why am i going to allow or encourage or you know invite those thoughts into my existence i'm not Okay, I'm very aware of what I want in my life. And it's not anything like that. I'm not going to read something that's going to put any inkling in my subconscious. So go ahead and look that up if you want. (laughs) Maybe that's what you need to learn. I don't know. I just know what I read and how I interpreted it. And um, yeah, it's biased towards negativity because... Uh, there was a point in our human existence where you, an individual may have needed that negativity to learn something, but you know what? We're not there anymore. Or at least I'm not. I don't need it. I know where I stand. Um, and that's that. So I'll probably podcast again sometime before the solar eclipse some maybe the day of or maybe right after who knows i am a working class american so i i mean all of that has to it's all done around a schedule (laughs) to a degree um and speaking oh well no that's it (laughs) that is it for that so let us move on Alrighty, everybody, that will conclude this podcast. I had a very enjoyable time speaking tonight. Uh, I feel like everything came fluidly. I uh, was going to end the last segment talking about some personal stuff about abundance and, you know, faith, but it was... It was pertaining to but not pertaining to the solstice and to the solar eclipse and the fact that 
I was going to speak about um, some things that I, 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 I wanted to express my faith in. Uh, I am going to now follow through with pursuing the licensure of my massage training. And in doing so, I would like to create my own business or work with somebody that I can build that with. And um, I was going to say, like, you know, please send me your prayers, give me your thoughts, you know, good fortunes and intent. But that that had nothing to do with the message I was saying at the time. Now is the appropriate time to do that. And I've said it. So uh, it's always appreciated if 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 those who hear this can throw a thought in their consciousness out towards me. Um, I have faith in what I'm doing today. There was just something about, there was something about today that made me, um, reach out. And I feel like if this first inclination doesn't manifest the way I believe it will, there are other options and avenues to take But I know where I'm going. I know what I need to get where I want to be. And I feel like right now is the time to seek that. And that's what I was going to say when I kind of like paused, stated, paused, stated things at the end of the last segment. Anyways, um, great times. Beautiful time to be alive right now. As a matter of fact, I even said today, I cannot wait to read the history books about this time period in the future. And, um, yeah, I, I really enjoy being that source of energy, joy, and positive vibrations for others. My life is a life of servants. I service. I understand. I understand the importance of this for others in my engagements with that being said um we will have upcoming podcasts to feature um some interviews that has has definitely in the line of sight i feel like it might happen this weekend but i don't know um there's a lot going on and i am still processing how i'm going to engage some of the interviewees that I want to speak with. But please, please, please continue to look forward to that. And, um, and to the upcoming Mercury retrograde, which I am looking forward to. I am one of those people who loves Mercury retrograde. It's one of my favorite times of the year. And, um, I can't wait for it to come. So anyways, Until next time, peace, love, joy, compassion, patience, gratitude, mercy, harmony, abundance, faith, discernment, empathy. It is in you. It is in me. It is in us now.